Welcome to A Healthy Bite, where you'll get bite-sized bits of motivation to help you get on the fast track to excellent health. Get ready for a three-part series with Rebecca Hoff, the creator of ThatOrganicMom.com and author Jamie Amarine of Sacred Grounds Sticky Floors, administrators of the popular online women's group, Hope Lively, a place where they created for women who are looking for hope while dealing with chronic illness or simply in need of emotional support. Are you overworked, overwhelmed, and burned out? You're not alone. Listen in as Rebecca and Jamie offer encouragement with a new way of looking at the hot topic of self-care. It's probably not what you think. You can also watch this conversation on Jamie's YouTube channel. So check it out. Get ready to dish with the girls. Hi, I'm Jamie Amarine, and this is my friend. <laughs> Hi, I'm Rebecca with That Organic Mom. Hi, That Organic Mom. And I'm in my parents' bedroom because I don't have a Mac yet, and my screen is no good. So I just kicked my mom out. She has the flu. <laughs> We're going to talk about <laughs> self-care. I was like, oh, okay. hey, get out of here. <laughs> well, maybe your mom needs to come in and listen to this chat. I know. I know. For real. She was coughing up a lung. So I was like, you're gonna have to go. I'm sorry. Oh, well, I hope she feels better. She's okay. I got her set up in the living room with the vandals. So cool. Yeah. So let's talk self-care. <laughs> <laughs> vandals. That's probably how she got sick in the first place. We don't get sick. And neither do we. We don't get sick. which is funny that's that's really a good kind of intro into what we're talking about today because about self-care that's Mm -hmm. our topic for today but I I just had read on a friend's I'm gonna see if I can find it real quick but she had put something on her Facebook and she says um if if you're coming to church while you're sick like please don't do it and you know you have your probably the most popular blog post ever written right it was it was day eight of my, the first time that I did, um, stuff I wish you'd quit saying, don't tell me you've been up all night vomiting. Yeah. Yeah. And so she had written about, um, staying home from, from church. She's like, you know, talking about people that come to church and how, you know, believe me, I'm not going to think you're less spiritual if you quarantine yourself while you've got a runny nose and you're running a fever, you know, stay home, take care of yourself. So, and and it's, it's so, it's, you know, I, I joke about it and we have joked about it before, but it's really very selfish because there's people, I mean, like myself or my daughter that have autoimmune diseases, you, and we get sick and it's all over. So that practice self-care, stay home. There are people with weakened immune system. There are newborn babies. You know, there's people who are on medication that lowers their immune system. So there's a lot of reasons that you have to stay home when you're sick. Pregnant moms, there's nothing worse than being sick when you're pregnant. So rule number one of self-care. Rule number one, just dive off and stay in bed. Unless your daughter comes and kicks you out. Get out, mom. I got to (laughs) record. Well, I wanted to talk about something, and I don't know if we have done this together where you pick a word for the year. A lot of people do that. Do you pick a word? I'm afraid. I, you know, I keep seeing that on everybody's Facebook. I'm afraid to pick a word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, I don't want it. For one thing, I, I'm afraid that like halfway through the year, I'll regret it and I want to change it. <laughs> well, last year I picked the word calm and I feel like I did a pretty good job of living up to that calm all year last year. I feel like it was pretty calm. 
pretty calm for myself. I'm not usually a super calm individual. I tend to overthink and overreact. But anyways, and so this year, the same friend, she had picked a word and then she told me that what her word was for this year and asked me, oh, are you going to pick a word? So I asked her, what is your word? And she said, oh, my word this year is me. And I was just so proud of her because, okay, she's a mother of a large family. She's a pastor's wife. She runs her own business full-time from home while homeschooling her kids, okay? Like, she suffers from chronic illness, and there's just like, I mean, can you put more things on one person's plate? And so when she told me that her word was going to be me, I was so impressed that I even talked to my therapist, Dr. J, about this, which Dr. J knows everything. So I told Dr. J, and Dr. J even made her, I approve face. (laughs) I was like, okay, this is a good word. But then I was so disappointed because later she told me that her husband didn't like her word. And... Being a pastor, I kind of thought, okay, I can see where he's come from, put others first, serve others first. And so I was a little disappointed. But then later, again, she said he thought about the word and he decided he likes it after all. And I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Because, right, because we all know. Yeah. Well, and I think that, that the Christian machine idea is that we're just supposed to be this workhorse. And that's what I believed forever. I mean, you know that that's what I believed. And I had my laminated checklist of things that I thought brought me approval. Then when I fell into the message of grace, I learned that I couldn't add to the cross. And it was quite silly to try and add to the cross. I mean, if you say it out loud, I'm going to do this, 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 and this so that I gain approval with Jesus, which he died for us while we were still sinners. That part's over. And how can you possibly measure up to it? What are you, what was I going to do? And this is the truth. I, I, when I say it like this, what could I possibly do to add to that where he'd go, okay, yeah, you're good. And so you look at the thief on the cross, <laughs> there was nothing left to do. He was done. It was over. So, you know, today you'll be with me in paradise based on what? Based on the yes. So yes, we're called certain things. But this mindset that we have to be driven into the ground and completely broken is, is a lie that has, I think, so many Christian women completely worn down. And, and just because, too, the, the other mindset I think we get into is that if we do all the things, nothing bad will happen. Well, sorry, bad stuff's going to happen. And you can crawl to church on your hands and knees with your kids on your back, and it does not gain you any more favor than you already have with God. He, he did it all on the cross. It's over. So when you get in the mindset of, I, and this for me, just such a huge relief in the mindset of he did it all. He loves me. I'm his daughter. These things that I'm called to adoption, foster care, homeschooling, whatever your thing is, is not earning you anything. It's just your thing. Because you're doing that thing, there's going to be some space for you to breathe. And, and for me, that was so freeing and, and such I've drawn so much closer to the Lord thinking he likes me. He's not mad if I take a bubble bath or I oversleep or I nap or I go get a pedicure. Remember to take your vitamins? Yeah. He's not mad about those things. Just like while I believe he approves of, you know, when we're doing things for other others, he doesn't want it to be our, our demise. I think a really good example of this is, and I hear this um, along a lot of children, there are teens that get saved. Um, and I, my nephew said it and 
you know, I've heard my other daughters say, um, after they get saved, they get just so on fire to serve the Lord. But then they say stuff like, I just know, I'm, I'm no God. I'm just so called. I have to go to Africa. I have to do this. And I can't sleep. And I'm all work. That's not Jesus. Jesus isn't keeping a 13 year old up all night because he thinks he needs to go to Africa. He has to go to the eighth grade. So it's that mindset of going, I have to earn nothing. Those things will have their time and their place. You know, everything has a season. So the place of rest where you go, I, I don't have to earn his approval. I have his approval. And, and then to not, you know, self mutilate with works and self-punishment is huge. So I can see where that conflict came with a pastor's wife. Right. I mean, because I mean, anytime someone says, Oh, I'm going to do this for me, I'm going to have me time. I mean, I think a lot of us, myself included, are, are split second first response is selfish. It's selfish to take care of yourself, but that's so much of what, especially I think women are told is that it's selfish to take care of yourself. Is it really selfish to take care of yourself? I don't think so. I know what happens from my own personal experience when you don't take care of yourself, when you put everybody first and when you go, 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 trying to achieve all these goals and do all this big stuff and help everyone and make sure everything is just in its place and you run yourself ragged, it's, you're not taking care of yourself and it's going to come back and bite you in the butt. Yeah. And I mean, being run down and completely depleted actually takes more away from those callings, you know? Right. And, and, and that's what I, I thought was so wonderful about when she told me he thought about it and he realized he does like the word. And I was like, yeah, that's because he realized, Hey, I married a pretty smart woman and she's always taking good care of us. And I think she realized finally that she also has to take care of herself because she's of more value to us if she's taken care of. Well, and I think that, so the mindset is also that, of course, it can go way too far. And I, I had somebody, it was an acquaintance that was long since gone from our lives, but just a jerk when it came to that. I mean, the, the demands on everybody around her, it was almost embarrassing. Um, so there's extremes with everything. But I think to actually verbalizing, even if it's something small. Um, I like to put fresh fruit in my ice water in a pretty glass. Mm-hmm. And I, that's my thing. That's, that's for me. It's my treat. And nobody touches those raspberries. They go in my fruit or in my, in my fruit water. That's mine. And I buy other fruit for everybody and I buy raspberries sometimes, but that's my thing. I and love since, that. Yeah. Since that's I stopped tricky. drinking. Yeah. When I stopped drinking sodas, especially, that was just, um, I call it drinking on purpose. Yeah. Drinking and I think on that's, purpose. A, that's a good point that you're making is that self-care doesn't have to be this big deal where you go on a week-long vacation all by yourself or whatever the thing is. And I, I mean, I do have a list of those kind of self-care things and there's nothing at all wrong with those. But I think the self-care that you and I are focusing on and what we would like to help other people learn to achieve is just day-to-day self-care, just taking care of yourself on a daily basis, not sitting at your computer and working without a glass of water and looking up and it's one o'clock and you realize, oh, I haven't 
had a drink of water yet today. Yeah. So it's just or, that little you know, kind a, a hand lotion or, you know, a perfume or a lipstick or anything that you actually say to yourself, you know, this is for me. This is mine. This is mine. And, and I think as women, it, you know, actually I had something with my daughter recently where she needed something and I gave it to her. And after it was gone, I was like, that was mine. <laughs> no, I mean, it was mine. And it, it was something that was dear to me. I love her so much and I wanted her to have it, but I'm telling you, Rebecca, I went and bought another one. I can't even remember what it was. It may have been like, oh, if, you know, actually, I think it was makeup. And it was just like that. It wasn't that it was a mistake, but it, the minute that I did it, you know, it's always that, well, what was I going to do now? She, she yeah. I gave it to her. So I, I got more. It was makeup. I think we do that like so quickly. And so it, I think it, that self-care really has a lot to do with just boundaries. Just right. going, this is for me. This is mine. And no, you can't have it. I feel that way about my phone charger. Don't touch my freaking phone charger. <laughs> yeah, I hide mine. That one's mine. It's mine. <laughs> and and I think that it's okay to have, you know, the shirt off our back in so many other areas of our lives that every once in a while to just be able to go, you know what? Nope, that's mine. That you can right. have it. And I think, you know, the beginning of the year is a good time to talk about self-care. But some of the things that I thought of that I felt would be good to mention that maybe other people could implement into their lives. I'm just going to read a few of these to you because I made some notes and everyone has a different way of taking care of themselves. And, you know, there could be someone out there who's exercising, they're super into CrossFit and they go every day and they're just constantly strung out from exercise. That person's self-care might be sleep you know, mm -hmm. go to bed early, get seven to eight hours of sleep, actually do yourself the favor of going to bed and getting good sleep. So that's sleep. Now the other person, maybe their self-care needs to be, Hey, I actually do need to take some time out of my day to go exercise. That's a form of self-care, practicing good sleep hygiene, taking time to be grateful. That's something that I have to work on all the time. But you've heard a million people, I'm sure they talk about every night, write down like the five points, five things that you're grateful for. Just doing that, if, if you just try it for a week, it, it really does change your attitude. Mm -hmm. If you just think about it, it can be anything that you're grateful for. You know, when you start out, you can just be grateful that it didn't rain today, you know, mm -hmm. whatever it is. So reducing debt, that's another form of self-care that people don't look at it that way, but you're actually taking care of yourself. We talk yeah. about ditching toxic friends, yeah, cleaning up our homes, you know, just little things. It doesn't have to be a huge thing. So I think the idea between you and I, we just wanted to get across the point that self-care should be happening on a daily basis. It's not this thing that you wait to the weekend. Oh, I can't wait to the weekend so I can sleep in and take a nap. It's the day to day. And like a, these huge things, instead of recognizing even what you listen to in the car, as far as, you know, if for me, and I, and I do say this to, to the vandals in the car because they want to listen to the number song over and over and over again. And I'll just say, okay, well, we listen to the number song and now mommy needs to listen to the Beastie Boys and you're <laughs> going to have to just stop and let me have a few minutes of the Beastie Boys. And 
then we take turns. But it right. is it's it's it is that rattling in your brain and not being able to make the rattle stop unless something else happens. And I for me that I consider that self care. I consider that this is my this is going to be something that gives me a little bit of sanity or reminds me of who I am, not just mom or those things, you know. So right. And I think, you know, self-care can be accepting help from other people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Allowing so, people to help you. Yeah, which is very, I think it's harder for women to ask. And I think it's harder for women to accept. Because for one thing, because nobody does it as well as us. I mean, really and truly, that's usually my thing is like, you know, if Justin says, well, I'll do it. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, okay. Girl, you've got my number. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm Jamie Amarine. And, and I'm Rebecca Huff. And we'll see you next time. Go do something nice for yourself. Get a glass of water or something. Go to bed early. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for listening to A Healthy Bite, where you get bite-sized bits of information from my mom to help you on your path to wellness. Remember, you can find more detailed information at thatorganicmom.com. 